Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Rains. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. All right. Good morning, Asher. Hey, good morning, Briston. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well, man. How are you? Doing good, man. Hey, so this time around, I posted on our Texas Outlaw Running Instagram story. And we got four responses back on questions people wanted us to answer. So that's exciting. But before we did that, did you have anything in particular uh, that you wanted to say? Um, Well, I had a topic idea. I wanted to talk a little bit about running gait and running form analysis, but maybe we can hit that after some questions. Running running what? Running gait. So like your form. Oh, okay. I got you. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I feel like that'd be pretty boring. You just put your arms low. You uh, you put your hands so you act like you're holding a, a, a Sharpie. And uh, you run on your forefoot. So there's your running forward for you. But, all right, let's hop into these questions because they're a lot more interesting than that. I don't know where you pulled that out of last year, but. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I'm, I might give it to you at the end if we got some time. All right. So Revenge X Robbie said um, on what new ultra runners may need for their first ultra. Mine will be May 13th. So for your first ultra in May, the first thing you're going to need is a solid base of running and strength training uh, just to power you through the race itself. But as far as um, what you need for your first ultra, kind of figure out what your nutrition is. So in your training runs, eat what you're going to eat during the race, whether it's cliff bars, gels, whatever. And make sure you got a vest that can carry some water in it. And I'm trying to think what else for an ultra. Make sure you got your some some running shoes and you got some grit. So I think that's all the stuff you need for some uh, for running an ultra. What about you, Asher? Yeah, I think that's pretty spot on. Uh, obviously, just train for the distance. Uh, it's your first one, so don't be expecting you know big things. Uh, I'd say most importantly, just expect to go out and have a really good time with some really awesome people. And we had a question from Aaron. I believe this is Philip's friend, Aaron. He says, any new races for next year, longer distances? So, we do got some big things up our sleeves for 2023 and 2024. So, starting in 2023, we are going to be adding on four new races. And we're going to have two 100Ks. And we are planning on having a Texas ultra running championship, which is going to be a championship race in Texas and you got to qualify for it. So, uh, yeah, we got that coming on. What about you, Asher? What kind of races do you got any new races for next year? 
I think I'm just sticking around the 50K distance as my max for now. But eventually, yeah, um, moving up to the 100K, that's just a long event to have to put on, especially when you got people going out for 12 plus hours. So, yeah, we'll <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, yeah. And if, if you guys ever plan on putting or starting a race, um, I, I suggest starting with the 50K <laughs> at max if you do. So anything more than that is requires a lot more expertise, I would say, and experience. So, um, yeah, that's what I got for you. Asher, where are you at right now? Dude, I am driving to the gym as oh, we speak. Dang. And then uh, we have Philip. He has two questions. And, hey, dude which we'll talk about this next week, but the backland race is coming up. And I know we've been talking about that a lot. This last person standing race we're putting on in December, but it's about to happen. And so, um, I think this is actually the episode the week before this episode will come out the week before the race. So we won't be talking again in the next episode until after the race. So, we're going to talk about the backland as the last episode before the race. So, <clears throat> Philip, he said, he said, how many yards do you think y'all think the 2022 backland will go? Any other race predictions? Well, with the Texas Trail Runner Series, we're going to post our race day predictions on there as far as who's going to win, who we think we're going to win. So, if you guys want to check that out, it'll be at Texas Trail Runner Series on Instagram or Facebook. And we're going to post our race day predictions on there. But as far as how far do I think it's going to go? I don't know about laps, but all I know about is hours and distance. And so I bet at max, it would go for 30 hours, which is 30 laps. And that would be 135 miles. So I believe at max, it would be 135 miles. And this is news, but we got belt buckles for the people who run 100 miles at the race. So if you finish 100 miles, you get a cool belt buckle. It's actually a really cool one. Did you like it, Ashley? Yeah, I thought it was cool. Yeah, it it kind of, it entails the race really well because the race is a bunch of dead trees and so on the belt buckle, we got dead trees with the backland logo. And then it says 100 miles really big on it. And it says under 23 hours. So it'll be a neat thing. And a lot of people will want to run just to get that. And so it'll help limit out the competition for the people who want to win. So, right. yeah. And you're coming down for that, Asher, right? Yeah, I plan on it. Um, do you remember how many yards we got to last year? Dude, it only went up to like 50 miles. So like, yeah, like, I don't even know what that would be. 11, 11 laps. So. 11 laps. Yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of my prediction, I, I can definitely see it going at least a hundred miles. Um, so 24 hours, or I guess 23. And then I think it's, I think it's going to be a, a gutsy race from then on out. I think there, we're going to have a couple people that are, in it to win it and that are willing to go the distance. So I can see us being there for, yeah, at least 24. And then I don't know, man, we'll see. I'm excited. 
Uh, yeah. So- um, I'm going to need a uh, sleep break some point through the night, Asher. So I'm going to need you to come get me. Yeah. But if it gets too on the line, to the edge, then I'm going to need you to have to come come wake me up so I can see what's going on. But, gotcha. oh, yeah, we're going to be out there all night. I remember last year we were preparing to be out there for, like, tw- over 24 hours and ended up ended up only going about 12. Right. The cat, <laughs> my cat, he just pulled the mic out of my computer. No. Okay. Should I cut that out or just, no, we'll leave that in. Okay. Yeah, y'all can see the rawness of these episodes. Okay. Anyways. Um, yeah. So there we go. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. We're looking forward to that race though. Um, it'll be, it'll be fun and interesting. We'll have live results. That's the plan at least. And then he asked, are you going to be using a large leaderboard board to track people? So we're going to be using our live results and our tablet to track people. But now that you say it, I might be able to work out some type of board we can make to where we can track people's laps on there. Right. So that might be something. Yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be cool if we had, um, and this is just throwing out an idea, uh, like everyone's names, everyone comes and writes down their name on a big whiteboard or whatever. And then whenever they tap out or we record how far they get, we just write, you know, four laps, five laps, except, you know, yeah. all the way. I was kind of thinking making a big wooden board, and then having like sharpies, like big those big jumbo sharpies, and having people, you know, mark there, or we can mark it for them. Oh yeah, you mean like tally it? Yeah, yeah. tally it like one through four, and then the slash through it. You yeah. know? Yeah, I feel like that'd be cool. But yeah, and we got the shirts in, and the shirts are freaking sweet. These are some sweet shirts. They 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 feel really good. They're a cool material, and the backs of them are awesome. Only people that are running the last man standing get the ones that have the cool slogans on the back. But man, this is going to be a cool, cool event. This is one of a kind. We sold out now. We're at 35 out of 35 runners for the last man standing competition. Our 7K option, which is just one lap, is still open. So yeah, there's that, man. If you've got a friend that wants to come and race and watch you, they should come and wa- or run the 7K. So let them know. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have a trophy for the first place 7K. So they want to win one. There's a chance. But, so, yeah, man. Well, thanks to uh, everyone who actually responded to our Instagram story. That seemed to be a struggle in the past. So shout out to you guys. Appreciate it, y'all. And Asher, before we wrap this all up, um, I ask you this usually, and you give a really good answer back, but what is some life wisdom you think you have that you could give, not necessarily running, but life wisdom, because you've lived and done a lot of things that most people probably haven't done. Sort of, kind of. So... I'm going to use my running form analogy for my life wisdom. Of course, you're going to sneak that in there. Okay. I mean, I have to because I was going to talk about it. But uh, so I was in Florida this past week and I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, as much of our energy as runners should be put 
in a straight forward motion, right? That's literally what running is. It's we're pushing ourselves forward. So I detached from myself and my situation and I looked at my form from like an outside perspective and I noticed that I was a lot of a big part of my form, my running form was a lot of jumping up and down. And I was I was like, dude, what are we doing? Like we're wasting so much energy just bounding. Bro, and have you read Born to Run? Yeah, I've read it. And that's yes, the thing. The, the guy says the Tarimara. Ooh, that was pretty cool, huh? The Tarimara. The Tarimara, he said that whenever you cut their bodies in half when they're running, it looks like they're floating. Yeah. Because they're not bouncing. Exactly. So I uh I noticed that I was bouncing and and I was like, what the heck? Like this is probably the most simple thing that runners can fix or that we can just sometimes we just don't think about at all is the fact that we're wasting energy in places where we don't need to be wasting energy. So anyways, long story short, I fixed my running form and for a long time I've been feeling just kind of like I have to put more effort into being fast than I should. Um, but bro, once I fixed that, it's been, it's been a hundred percent since then. So, uh, in terms of life advice, I'd say if, you know, you got something going on in your life and you're like, man, some, I can tell there's something wrong here, but I just don't know what. So detach from the situation, look at it from an outside perspective and be like, you know, be able to decipher and to pick apart what's going on. And you'll probably figure out, you know, what you can change for yourself to get things going right again. So that's my advice. Man, that was like a motivational speech right there. Yes, sir. Hey, bravo, bravo. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, good advice, good advice. That was good, Ashley. Yeah, I don't think I have anything. I don't think I've lived enough yet. You are a little bit older than me. So. No, you're you're a married man. I'm sure you got <laughs> I don't know. Um, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah, probably. Um, recently on... So on Facebook, I posted a Facebook post and I sent it to you actually called, what is my motive with Texas outlaw running? And the reason I posted that is I feel like for some people, they don't, they do things for the wrong motives. And I wanted to put out there what my motive is. And so I wouldn't say necessarily that's what the motive started out as when I first started, but after I came to Christ and my values and my eternal values changed, I, those became my values or my motives was things that are for other people. And so I posted on Facebook what my motive is for Texas Outlaw Running. And if you guys haven't listened or read it, it's on Facebook. You just type in Briston Reigns and you could check it out there. But I feel like it needed to be put out there because I feel like there's some preconceived notions that there might be some wrong motives behind some race directors. And I'm not saying necessarily it was me, but I just want people to to truly understand why I am uh, putting on races and why I have a race company and what that means. And I mean, this podcast is another part of it. Like we are literally... This podcast, we are going under, which is why we do ask for Patreon support members for people to support and just, 
you know, give $2, $3 a month to help support it. But like we've lost so much on just the podcast, but the value we put out and the great content we put out, I I love it and I'm passionate about it. And so I'm willing to lose a lot of monetary things for what's being put out, you know? And that on top of races, like there's there's been um a lot of races to where like I I really didn't even profit. Um and I even in the beginning when I first started, I didn't even I, I didn't profit at all. And so um it's just about it really is about the running community, giving out, putting out, and then being a part of it as well. And so it's like a tribe thing. If you go back to our tribal ancestors, you know, it's like we're just being a part of the running tribe, helping contribute to the running tribe of the world. So, Community. Oh, yeah. Community. Big thing. It really is. It is huge. Yeah. Maybe next time we could go into the really big effect that actually like running races really have on the economy and things like that. That gets really interesting. But I think that's all we got time for, Asher. Um, any last words? You know what I'm going to say? Happy trails, y'all. Happy trails. What does that even mean? It means to have happy times on the trails, I assume. Yes, sir. Okay. Cool, man. I've used it too. So, yeah, I'll conclude it with happy road if you're a road runner. So, (laughs) (laughs) all right. I'll see y'all next Monday for shooting the bull.